Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabot & Co. here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Louis Rabot. All right, welcome back in 11 o'clock hour here on ESPN 680, 105.7. Rabot & Co., Louis Rabot, at Radio Louis on Twitter. You can find the station at ESPN 680 as well on Twitter. You can find our guy, Zaxi, pushing buttons, hanging out at your boy ZC on Twitter. That is his real picture. Here, <laughs> happy to catch you till noon. Another hour or so of us, Bobby V, after us, and of course, a roundtable, uh, James Struble edition, three to six, uh, here on ESPN 680, 105.7. Uh, the clutching of pearls, the gnashing of teeth over Kentucky basketball is something else, I'll tell you what. Um, hey, uh, programming announcement. Very excited to announce uh, that I'm going to be hosting a, a new show here that will be airing uh, essentially half of the weeks of the year. On ESPN 680-1057. And so it's going to be called the Kentucky Racing Spotlight with Louis Rabot. And so it's going to air on Friday evenings after our normal local programming. And uh, I'll be on especially during uh, the Turfway Ellis and Kentucky Downs meets. Uh, we will, of course, still carry Inside Churchill Downs as other uh, programming as well on the horse racing side and all the other things that we do here Derby Week and other times. Uh, and really, really excited, Zach, because they're going to be the, it's the Kentucky HBPA. Uh, that's doing the lion's share of the partnering on this. You can find them kyhbpa.org. They're at all five of our thoroughbred tracks here in the state and uh, just a benevolence for horsemen and, and growing the sport here. I'm really excited to dive into this because uh, I'm not from here, Zach, and I fell in love with horse racing as an adult after moving here. And the people of Kentucky and the Commonwealth here have been so kind to us, to our family, have really embraced us since we moved here. And so to get to know the horses, the horsemen, the people that make this sport go um, is is just going to be a blast. I'm really excited about this project. I think it's something that we can do for a long time uh, and really grow awareness of all the great programs and different things going on around racing, but also try to make you a shekel or two on some bets on the um, on the races as well. We're going to have three parts of it. Essentially, we're going to do a recap segment of what's been going on in the state. We're going to interview someone in the middle. You'll meet trainers. You'll meet jocks. Uh, you'll meet people who work uh, in the industry in general. And then we'll do some handicapping at the end of the show as well. Try to make you some money on the on the uh, tracks around the state here. So I'm really excited to get going on that project. Uh, it's it's going to air, like I said, every Friday after we get done with our local programming here at 6 o'clock. So I am... Uh, not leaving this show at all. Uh, some, some texts starting to come in. I uh, know we're definitely going to be doing remote co. You're still going to get Zach and me, basketball, football, all the general talk that we do on this show. We'll definitely keep that going. But if you wanted a horse racing centric show, we'll be doing that on Friday evenings. <clears throat> and so, yeah, no, it's going to be great. I'm, I'm like I said, it's an opportunity. I'll be really, I'll be really transparent about. I didn't think I'd ever get this kind of opportunity, and I'm just. Thrilled that the HBPA and the folks around here uh, trust me with that kind of show. And so the Kentucky Racing Spotlight will get going this Friday, 6 o'clock. Uh, I, made, I made one thing uh, very clear to Jenny Reese. I wanted a picture with my guy, Safi Joseph Jr., the greatest combination of man bun and chest hair in the game. Not even close. So there you go. <laughs> Introducing him ahead of White Abario's run in the Derby. How about that? A little White Abario reference on a Tuesday. Uh, text are good deal. The show isn't going anywhere. I was worried for a minute. No, no, no. I'm not going anywhere. I love this too much. So adding these extra things. Hoping to talk um, to Jenny in the next uh, little bit here. Why don't we give her a call? I will send you her in, uh, contact information. And we'll get Jenny Reese on here to talk about the show uh, as well. So excited to get going on that. I think it's going to be just an absolute blast. Because it is part of our programming here, you will be able to find it on the 
on the ta- or excuse me on our podcast center and all those kinds of things. So uh, it'll be something that you can go back and find that way. Uh, as well. So there you go. Really excited to get that going. Really thankful to the folks, like I said, over at the HBPA for getting us off the ground uh, on that one as well. And heck, hopefully you'll get to know some of the um, some of the folks around here and uh, also make sure that, uh, you know, we, we get you, like I said, involved in some betting uh, on the weekends as well. I think I just texted Jenny Reese's information to herself. That's not a good idea. <laughs> oh, what a stupid thing. Um, We've all been there. I, all I, done I that. think that's a thing. There that is go. a thing. <laughs> so like, yeah, yes, indeed. That is my phone number. How about that? <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, Jenny's listening. Hey, Jenny, call the station, 267 I'll get you in. Um, that's great. All right. Well, there you go. So uh, if you missed any part of the first hour of the show, you can go back, uh, check us out at the Podcast Center, ESPNLouisville.com, on the app. Uh, Mark Ennis in with us every Tuesday morning. And I, I hear from a lot of you on... <laughs> extra I was, congratulations louie i was worried you were quitting because you were going to be moving closer to dan in lawrence kansas god that's great man um comments coming down about when mark and i do the show together people seem to enjoy that hour by the way that's why i set it up i enjoy doing a radio with mark um and i appreciate all of those text messages about that hour programming so i hope you hang out with us every tuesday get those you know get those Get those texts in, man. We really want to hear from you. We really enjoy the text line. Uh, I, I mean it when I say the co and Rabot and co is y'all. So please keep it coming uh, that way. Text are Louisville, Louisville basketball so bad that Louis has to do a horse racing show to do positive radio. <laughs> What is, oh, that's a good text. Um, we do positive radio every day. Positive radio all the time, people. That's right. <laughs> all the time. Get it together. Man, oh, man. So there you go. I'm excited to get that going. It's a, uh, it's an opportunity. We're going to do a bunch of stuff around Derby with them. Uh, all of those other tracks, you know, you'll see me uh, in person in lots of different places. And so um, it'll be, it'll be really, really great uh, throughout the year um, because, you know, something you know, that happens around here, I think, that I think is starting to wear off. I think people are discovering that they can be, you know, at Churchill for other events and other days other than Derby week that are really enjoyable. They do a good job over there. The hospitality is really high end. But, man, there's there's other great tracks in the state, um, you know, that people can go visit and hang out with, and we're going to showcase all that kind of stuff. Uh, throughout the year, I think, you know, as people get more used to the Kentucky Downs part of the schedule, as they get used to that Ellis Park leading into Kentucky Downs, that kind of stuff, we'll have a lot of fun with that. And Jenny Reese is on the line, so let's bring in Jenny, um, who I – look, they, hey, these – Good morning. They, good morning. These are the kind – Jenny's one of these people. I don't think that when I moved to Kentucky I ever thought I would spend time with someone as great and as kind to me as Jenny Reese, but here we are. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. I apologize if you tried to call. I've got a spam filter on my phone, oh. which is great about eliminating the spam calls. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I, it eliminates calls I actually want to get, there so i got to figure out a better one. There I'm open go. to suggestions if you're touting. Yeah, no, fantastic. Um, uh, thanks for calling. Uh, I think this show's going to be a lot of fun. When I pitched it to the HBPA, Zach, all I said was, I promise not to say bad things about about you, and plus, I'll I'll, I'll use Jenny's Rolodex. <laughs> That's what that is. So there you go. You're my yeah. official Rolodex, Jenny. How about that? Yeah, well, uh, that, I appreciate that. And I just, I, I think it's going to be great. It's part of the mission. You know, I do communications for the National and the Kentucky HBPA among also being the PR director at Kentucky Downs. I'll get that plug in. But sure. um, but the Kentucky HBPA, we've really made it a mission to try to promote Kentucky racing and horses and horsemen. And uh, what better way than to do it in a mainstream sports uh, um, yep. you know, venue that has such a following as ESPN 680 and 105.7. So, um, you know, I was just actually looking because we got a press release that will be coming out probably as soon as we're through talking. Um, and the numbers are very impressive when you see ESPN 680, you know, clearly, the, you know, by far the market leader. And, yep. uh, we're, and we're also going to be on with you or your, I mean, as your sponsor, Derby Week, right? Absolutely, um, yep. When you're broadcasting live from Churchill Downs. Yep. So, you know, we're really excited about that um, as well. Uh, but I think it'll be, you know, you're very creative and i'm looking forward to seeing the different ways that this show will will turn out yeah i'm excited to get it going jenny reese with us from the uh, kentucky hbpa today i you know i i'm excited because there are a certain number of interviews that i've just not gotten to do at this point and i'm hoping to do more 
sit downs with people that maybe are a little bit off the beaten path, a little more of the history. I know you're working on a story, uh, a frankly, an interesting one around a cemetery with some of the more you know prominent early members of, of Derby classes and this kind of stuff. Uh, those kinds of stories, I think, are really, really interesting. So I'm excited yeah. to get into that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. I'd forgotten I'd mentioned that to you, but that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. a guest you for sure should have on one of your shows. No question. Is that one of the people with it's the um, on Seventh Street in in Lexington. It's the seventh. Uh, it's the African Cemetery Number no. Two, yep. and it's where the first Derby winner uh, Oliver Lewis is buried, yep. along with um, you know, and and I think Murphy was buried there. There's still a question if he might still be there, but oh, that's an aside. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's somebody. You know, one great thing about being on, you know, you and uh, your show on ESPN 680 is that, you know, we want to get these interesting stories out before a mainstream sports audience to, uh, you know, get them more interested in horse racing. You know, Dan and Uh, I, yeah, when we started doing the horse racing segments on Fridays, I was worried about numbers, but now it's it's not an issue. It's interesting because I just treat it as a normal segment on this show. Do the number of texts go down during that segment? Sure, but they pick right back up after that segment, which tells me that people are they're hanging out through the horse racing segment. Maybe they're learning something. Maybe they're you know they're trying a little pick three at Turfway or something, trying to figure out uh, the sport that way. Uh, maybe Turfway not the best place to start gambling on horses, but it is what it is. And um, you know just. As far as hitting bets, I don't want to. You can make plenty of money at Turfway. I want to be very clear. But uh, you know, the people uh, listening in, they seem to. They're, they're, I think they're discovering it's something they can look forward to. You know, the Derby preps on Saturdays, that kind of thing, uh, which is really fun to watch. Uh, our, you know, our yeah. little audience on the show grow that way. It's great. Right, and one thing you know, you mentioned Turfway is um, I think that you want to do is you know uh, give some love to the uh, Jet Ruby Stakes, which has yep. produced. Um, last year's runner-up and the winner two years ago and stuff. So, uh, you know, I'm looking um, forward to that a lot, too, to see. Maybe you can ferret out who's horse from the Jeff Ruby's going to hit the board this year. No, I think that I certainly couldn't have come up with Rich Strike. Yeah, two fills was my pick last year. I felt really smart until about an eighth of a mile to go. And, you know, it's interesting, Jenny, how the sport does evolve and it changes over time. But, you know, in 2010, I told you, hey, look, uh, in the next 15 years, two of the Derby winners and a second-place finisher are going to come off this track. And I think people would have laughed, right? Uh, Oh, you're talking about fairgrounds. Oh, you're talking about... You know Arkansas? No, no, no. I'm talking about I'm talking about Turfway, and it's you look those those days are over. You can't you can't look down on a race like the Jeff Ruby Stakes anymore. And we treat you know on the Happy Hour on the Horse Racing Happy Hour on the other podcast, we treat you know the Leonidas and other other races leading up to you know the Jeff Ruby Stakes as Derby preps because they are frankly. And so no, it's been fun to watch the uh, the transformation there. Yeah. Hey, while you've got me on, I just want to mention I've been just I've been singing Red Solo Cup all morning, and I just been <laughs> yeah, I woke up in the middle of the I night know. and couldn't sleep, and I looked at my phone to see the news. I was so sad to see about um, uh, Toby Keith yeah. passing. I mean, yeah. I knew he'd been sick, and I'll just add here that's why those of us that um, are involved with the Kentuckiana Friends of V do what we do to raise money for it. that's you know Bobby V's. Yep. baby, uh, to raise money for cancer research. Uh, it's, just, it's just terrible. But, you know, I had the, uh, we had the pleasure a few years ago when I was the PR person at Ellis Park, and Toby, his, um, it was his, uh, should have been a cowboy tour. Yeah, yeah. in Evansville. And he had a horse running that day, which I think the racing office kind of made sure that race yeah, went right, yeah. on that day. <laughs> and he came out, and um, that was really funny. He said, oh, everything's great except that there's no Where's no? I don't have except I don't have a red solo cup. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So Karen, the marketing person, and I, like she sent her intern out all over Henderson. We're looking for a red solo <laughs> cup. Finally found one. Finally found one in the jocks room, and the our the late great general manager Jeff Hall at the time. Oh, yeah. You know, went back into the turf club with a red solo cup and then a Budweiser, you know, um, <laughs> and that was really fun. And what made it really fun was um, that. The year before, he'd been on Mike Penna's show, sure, uh, Horse Racing Network's Equine Forum, because yep. he was in Lexington, and he just kind of passing made a comment about getting 
kicked out of the turf club at Ellis Park. <laughs> and I was getting calls from Ellis. What? I'm like, that's impossible for wearing jeans. I said, Ellis Park? So we kind of had fun with that. We wrote an open letter to him saying, giving us another chance. That was different management. Um, I, I just couldn't believe there had to be a mistake. And um, Brett Calhoun, who trained his yeah. His horse that was running. This was 2003. Okay. Uh, Cactus Ridge was racing at um, and won the Ellis Park. Um, oh, sure. Um, a juvenile, I guess it was. And um, he said, no, it wasn't there. It was actually in the next race he ran in the Arlington, Washington Futurity that they had a fancy, you know, at Arlington, you can imagine, a fancy place to go. And actually, it was his group that won up and they got kicked out. How far? And I said, ah, well. I couldn't believe it was Ellis Park yeah, right. because, as we say, at Ellis Park, the only dress code is clothes. Right. You know, y'all wear something. And, um, but then later, Jeff Hall, the general manager, said, no, that was true. So it kind of happened. It, it happened with him. They said he he did go there. And I just, but anyways, he had a great time when he came back, and we had we had fun with that, and we had a great time, and we're so glad that we were able to. Come up with a red solo cup, and that's why it's been in my head. Yeah, we uh, um, we were. He was actually slated to join us on the podcast for our Derby draft last year. So it was going to be him, uh, someone from DRF, Issel, and and uh, and Kevin Kilroy, friend of the show, and uh, his wife. His wife. This is the kind of guy that that Toby was even mm-hmm. down to the end. His wife pinged us and said, "Hey, he totally forgot he has his last chemotherapy treatment today." And he can't uh, do the show, and so we missed out on hanging out with him. And he and they were super nice to us. Hey, next Derby, get us involved. We, Toby loves this stuff. Oh. Make sure you're in on it. So I was going to get to do the Derby draft this year with Toby Keith, and I hate that we're not going oh. to do it now. Yeah, no, it's so oh. sad. So he was even even when he was not feeling well, he was still yeah. a total gentleman, and still you know his wife didn't have to reach out to us. He could have just been a no show. He no. could have done that, right? That, but but she she made sure that. that that didn't happen and all those things. And so I'll. Uh, I hate that I didn't get to hang out with him because, you know, he's one of yeah. those guys, Jenny, that even if you don't listen to country, you could play 10 songs right now and go, oh, crap, I know all of those. And that's oh, that's the kind of influence absolutely. he had. No question. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Like, how do you like me now? Oh, yeah. And, and one of the best, this bar. Oh, my yeah. husband always plays a lot of stuff on Spotify. Sure. It's the bus tour songs. And <laughs> the one about, what was it? I forget. The, the gist of it is he's... You know, like making out with some gal in the car. He yeah. goes, basically, we've gone far enough time to take off your clothes. You know, take off your clothes or get out of my car. So he described how he's taking off his clothes, and and she got out of my car. <laughs> I mean, the humor he has. I'm I'm not doing it justice, but it's a it's a lot of his songs are just so you know so hilarious. Um, and then and patriotic. You know, the red, white, and blue. That is. Um, uh, I choose to look at that as an anthem of p- patriotism for, you know, this country, and I think that's uh, uh, the. It's just it, it's just brilliant, and it's amazing that I think almost every song he's a wrote or co-wrote. Yeah. So he was, and and of course he loved horse racing. Um, it's just it's a shame. But yeah, it's not so, a not a good day for our sport for sure uh, in losing him. All right, Jenny. Well, I have to get to a break. Thank you so much for your yeah. work uh, behind the scenes on this. I'm really excited to get it going so, uh, this coming we Friday. This Friday, right? Yes, ma'am, Friday we got it all going. Six. That's right. Yeah. How about that? Okay. So we will be on the air sounds this week. Sounds good. All right. Sounds great. Thank you, Jenny. All right, Louis. Appreciate you. Okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye. All right, Jenny Reese. There you go. Kyhbpa.org. You can go check them out. Uh, all their advocacy for. Uh, frankly, it's interesting, Zach, because uh, I got to interview Eric Hamelbeck, the president of the National HPPA, at Derby last year. And he said, I only think about two people. I think about the horse owners and I think about the horse betters because those are the two people that bring the money to the sport. And then everybody, everything else can sort itself out. And I think that's a really good way of you know protect the better, the integrity of the bet, all those things on horse racing on that side. And then... You know, on the on the ownership side, make sure that those folks feel comfortable, like they can be uh, involved in the sport. Uh, a reminder: speaking of wagering, about the this weekend, man. If you're looking for a super offer for Super Bowl Fifty Eight, DraftKings Sportsbook, they've got you covered. New customers, you can bet on the big game, turn five bucks into two hundred instantly in bonus bets. And with DraftKings same game parlays, everyone's got a shot at an even bigger win for Super Bowl Fifty Eight. String together multiple bets from the big game for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. If you were listening to that first hour, you heard us talk about all the different prop bets that you can find over unders, maybe a more just a money line play. 
whatever it is, just get involved. Have fun with the big game, and you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code WHBE new customers. You can bet five bucks to get two hundred instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl Fifty Eight, with the code WHBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Eighteen plus. Physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. On the other end, get back into the show. Uh, I'm interested in some of the college basketball headlines the other day. And uh, we will do a Canes read, of course. Boys of Brazil, but call them Eagles. We do it next here ESPN 680 105.7. Taking care of your family isn't always easy. So we make sure getting care when you need it is... With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Try to do what those ladies tell us. Get shot down because you're overzealous. Play hard to get females get jealous. Okay, smarty, go to a party. Girls are scantily clad and showing body. A chick walks by, you wish she could sex her, but you're standing on the wall like you was Poindexter. Next day's function, high class luncheon. Food is served in your stone cold munching. Music comes on, people start to dance, but then you ate so much. You are listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680 1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. From a tweet. News 3 p.m. Show murder stories with Avery. Uh, ESPN 680-1057. Rabo would go here. Got you for about another 35 minutes. Bobby V after us. Roundtable, 3 o'clock. Hey, we go local, 7 to 6 on ESPN 680-1057. Uh, texter, K- uh, Toby Keith was the face of patriotism post 9-11. He was one of them, for sure. And there was a, um, a, a legitimate, serious... Uh, yeah, no, I... I you know what? I don't have a comment on that. You're right. Um, it's you're true. Right. Uh, Texture, what was the programming announcement? Uh, thank you for asking. Uh, I'll be hosting uh, the, the Kentucky Racing Spotlight starting on Friday. Uh, it'll air after our local programming. So right after the mixtape, we'll dive into Louis Rabot again. How about that? And uh, we'll be interviewing folks from around the state, concentrating on racing within uh, within the Commonwealth. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Texture, congrats on being uh, able to do what you love. We'll try to avoid the easy material about the show uh, with the horse's ass. Yeah, no, that's me, buddy. Don't worry. It's all right. <laughs> ah, the old derriere of the Downs gets a show. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. <laughs> that part's not going to change. I'm still going to be the derriere of the Downs. It's all right. Um, there you go. Um, Miami stinks. Did we have this on our bingo card for this year? No. Okay. Uh, text her asking where Avery is. She's in a meeting right now. How about that? <laughs> She's in with uh, sales folks. That's what Avery's doing right now. She's uh, running running an office back there. Uh, yeah, about that. I did not realize Miami didn't have men's basketball in the 80s. And they had to reinstate the program in 1985. Yeah. I had no idea. That it, If you want to know a place that cares about football and not basketball, boom, there it is. <laughs> well, they're a basketball school now. <laughs> Who was, oh, it was Alabama yesterday, right? Alabama's Save basketball Save out of here. He knows it's a basketball That's school. Right. That's right. <laughs> He's afraid of Nate Oates. Nate Oates is taking now, over. does it count if you have your worst offensive night against Virginia? Because in my mind, that's just what happens. Doesn't everybody in the Correct. ACC that's have right. their worst yes. offensive Correct. night yes. against Virginia? Yeah. They had 38 points, though. That's hard to do. According when- to ESPN stats and information research, it was Miami's worst output in the league since scoring 40 points. Against the Cavaliers in February 2014, it was also the Hurricanes' lowest point total in any game since reinstating their basketball program at 85-86. Any is just getting a check at this point, Anytime right? there's more minutes played than points scored, <laughs> in a that's game, a problem. In a game where the minimum basket is two points? Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> See, you know, we always joked about like the easiest bet in sports is <sighs> unders in Iowa football games. Yeah, well, right. also Virginia basketball We're getting game there. unders. We're getting there. 
especially opponent opposing opposing team unders. Team unders. Yes, right. Yeah. Except Louisville screwed us because they it was a fifty one and a half the point total the team total and they ended up with fifty two. That was one of those games that they outscored Virginia in the second half by like eleven after they got down by twenty eight. Or whatever. can I say something arrogant about this show? Of course. Great. So Nick sends us a text yesterday, like, "Hey." Uh, so if people don't know, Nick does a lot of the national booking around the station, right? He's got his dad's Rolodex. He's built his own up over the, I don't know, Nick's been here for what, 28 years? Is that right? That sounds about 29? Right. I was thinking 29 <laughs> years, about as long as I've been alive. And so um, he's built it up and he, he sends out a text. He says, hey, you know, if you want a Super Bowl guest, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, you know what? I got Zaxi. I don't need a Super Bowl guest. How about that? You're damn right. How about that? You're damn right. But I do want to have one. Okay. And um, that's Kevin Pulsifer. And he's with ESPN. We had him on to do a, a fantasy show before the season. Mm-hmm. And he works in their fantasy uh, department. And he, um, I think, would be great for the prop bet. Like the those kinds of little bets you can find. Like, hey, this one's like plus 220 on an over for receiving yards or rushing yards or something like that. Or this team to have any, like to have two interceptions or something. Like if right. he thinks those kinds of things. I think that's a good guest. I like that. Okay. All right. We'll get Kevin then. Get all of our prop bets. Thursday, Friday will just be an all prop bet show. How about that? Kevin's one of these (laughs) all prop show. Why not? Uh, All gambling on Friday. That's right. But he... um He's the behind-the-scenes guy. He came on our show. I thought he was excellent. So, you know, whatever. Maybe we'll uh, help Kevin uh, elevate that stuff uh, a little bit more. But I think he's a great guest. We'll have him back on uh, for that. So he's uh, he's a Philly guy, though. We okay with that? Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, uh, Philly fans are passionate. That's all I care about. You know what? There you go. That's fair enough. Uh, I guess if you're an Ohio State fan, you don't think Eagles fans are crazy. No. (laughs) So there you go. It takes a lot for me to think opposing (laughs) fans are crazy. (laughs) That sounds right. There you go. Uh, Well, the Eagles are going to play a game in Brazil. Uh, to kick off 2024. Um, they last played an international game in 2018. The game will be in Sao Paulo Friday, September 6th, the day after the NFL season kicks off on fr- on Thursday. Uh, it'll be the NFL's first Friday game on opening weekend in more than 50 years. Yeah, did you that? see Schefter put out it was the first ever and then he got corrected immediately? Like, no, this happened in 1970. It's good to have the proper information. It is. I also can very much identify with Schefter because I've definitely said things that aren't true. So it's <laughs> okay to do. Haven't we all? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> and into this microphone, by the way. Uh, so uh, we are just incredibly enthusiastic about our growth on a global basis, Goodell said. We're convinced we could be a global sport in the near future. Our ownership has committed to allow more games to be played on an annual basis on a global basis. We're excited about the fans' reaction and our media partners. I think this is a good opportunity, a great opportunity, excuse me, for the league, and we are committed to making it a global sport. Uh, Brazil a good idea for growing the sport, Zach. Why not? It's the okay. land of soccer. and 200 million I people. Mean, they've gone just about everywhere else. They've gone to Germany. They've gone to... Been in London know, a lot, London right? yep. all the time. It seems like the Jaguars have a permanent home in London yep. at this point. Yep. Why not? Like, Especially if it's a one-off. And we got to send them good football. Like The problem that we had with international games for so many years is we sent all the bad teams send over like there. Like the Jets and bad Dolphins teams. Exactly. Yeah. Like <laughs> At least we're sending them the Eagles. But at least... Yep. I, I saw a couple of Eagles fans said, man, we finished the season so bad they don't even want us in America week one. <laughs> That's a great take. Damn it. How did I not have that take? Everybody's better at media than me. Man, have you seen the video of the little kid with the mic that's talking to Mahomes at media day? I saw that. How bad you and I are at this compared to that kid? Oh, yeah. That kid's vocabulary is better than mine by like three times. That kid's going to destroy all of us. Oh, he's going to crush all of us over. ESPN's going younger. That kid's up. He's done. That's it. It's over. <laughs> Let's enjoy these next few years while we have him. Texter, did they run that by Satterfield in Brazil? Fridays are for high school football. God, it's a good text. Damn it. Oh, so that's man, they, see, this is why I'm not good at radio. These people are better at this than me, man. That's how they got around oh. the uh, the Broadcasting Act. Texture, just go out of the country. You could definitely make money at Turfway just to ask Pete Rose. Hey, hey, Hey-oh. hey. You be nice to Turfway. I don't care about Pete Rose. <laughs> oh, that place. What do you have against Pete Rose? I don't. I don't think he should be in the Hall of Fame. I'm the one, by the way. That man should absolutely be in the Hall of Fame. I'm the one person under 50 that thinks he shouldn't. So we're I gonna mean. we're gonna do this in summer radio, right? Oh, 100%. we're gonna do this. Pete I Rose think we Hall should do a thing. day of calls on on that. Yes, just as a spoof, some random Thursday, just talk that. Like just. <laughs> I just thought of as soon as you <laughs> should said, be in the Hall of Fame. As soon as you said Pete Rose shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, I'm like, oh, is this what we're gonna do today? This fight? is our fight. <laughs> I have a simple reason for it. I do. I have a simple reason for it. Um. But uh, it's, you know, that, that, that's... Summer radio. There. Little Sao Paulo there. What's cool is if they play in one of these ridiculous arenas, stadiums, um, 
Ah, oh, it's only 49,000 seats. I was going to say, if you go to Sao Paulo, you could probably get 150,000 people over to these things. Because I think they've played at Estadio Azteca, right? That's uh, right, yeah. In Mexico yeah, they play in Mexico a few times. Yeah. I think that one makes the most sense. Because there is, if you watch Cowboy games, teams in L.A., Phoenix. Absolutely. The Hispanic following of those teams. Miami's a good one. Yes. You know, the Hispanic following of those teams is really significant. And so it would make sense. Like, the Mexican expansion of the NFL makes a ton of sense. And geographic, Puerto of course, Rico. too. Yeah. Yeah, but, but just numbers-wise. You ready for this? So Mexico City is the largest city in North America. Mm-hmm. How many people do you think they add per day to the population of Mexico City? Per day. Per day? 800? 5,000. Jeez. Mexico City grows by 5,000 people a day. <laughs> Man. I love stats like That's that. That's too man. many people. That's a lot of freaking people, man. On an old swamp. Dwight Schrute would say we need another plague. <laughs> he would say that. He's wrong, but we, he would say that. <laughs> what happened to this segment? Oh, I'm not mad. No, right. no, this is basically on brand. There you go. <laughs> That's fit. We're talking, we did talk about the Eagles going to Brazil, so there is something there. There's a tie-in. It's my goddaughter's birthday today. She's turning seven. What do you buy a seven-year-old? And I have a seven-year-old daughter. What do you buy them? Beats me. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, what do you think of the NFL playing Friday games? I like it. They have the Black Friday game. I'm sure that's going to be a tradition now. It should be. And then the Friday night opener. I thought I'm the cool three days it. of playoff games was excellent. I agree. Two, two, and two. I thought it was excellent. I, I think hope they stick prob- to it. They. I think they'll only do that when Martin Luther King MLK is night. on Monday. If it's not, then they'll just. Will they keep the Monday night game? You think? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that they're they've. Done do you think that that's fair for competitive now. reasons? Yeah, relatively. Okay. As long as you make sure that. That's you play Sunday. Night, night. Play Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. I agree with you. I think I agree with you. I do find it interesting that the Chiefs played on Saturday, the wild card game, and the Bills played on Monday afternoon. I don't think that had anything to do with the outcome of that game, but it was just interesting nonetheless. There you go. I I, I think that there are a couple of things that have happened this playoffs that they can replicate. And the first one is the two games a day in that in that growth. Um it's a good text. Elon loves that population growth. Sure, he does. <laughs> what do you think Elon's got? What two kids in Mexico City? Just two <laughs> a day. <laughs> I'd say over under is like three and a half. <laughs> oh, man, oh man. Problem is, if you're that woman, you're like, you know, that's yeah, it's Elon Musk. There's gonna be money, right? Yeah, it's Elon. <laughs> need it. You what just, are you do? Okay. I'm good. Kid gets to go to college. There we go. There you go. <laughs> Uh, do you agree with me on uh, – oh, no, we already talked about that. Never mind. Uh, we'll move on from that. Uh, I, the, the Miami thing, though, it, it is interesting. Uh, UConn on top of the power rankings. You and I talked a little bit about this yesterday mm-hmm. uh, as far as college basketball. We'll do this for like two, three minutes here, and then we'll get back into some other stuff later. Um, Kentucky just on the outside looking in at this because of the losses at home and because of the defense. By the way, how about me exactly getting where they're ranked? You said 16, I said 17. I know. 17, baby. It's wild. Um, And so they lose to Florida and Tennessee at home. Quote, coming at home, the defense concerns are clearly legit as the Wildcats allowed a combined 197 points in those two games. Dropped a 13th in the SEC in defensive efficiency. They're also ranked 24 or lower in all five NCAA tournament metrics. You and I talked about that yesterday. Yeah. They're in a group now with Creighton and BYU. And boy, that is a long way from where we were earlier in this season. Yeah. Duke at 16. I want to be very clear about something. I think Kentucky, even right now, is better than Duke. I would agree. Okay. Um, so that's a weird thing. I, by the way, I want to give credit because I, I got to listen yesterday because we were driving and I threw in an earpiece and listened to Strebel's opening monologue yesterday if you haven't heard it go back to the podcast center espnlouisville.com or on the app i thought it was really excellent it was the the mounting issues for calipari have gotten to a point and we can do this for the final segment if we want to where the i'm starting to come around to where other people are at which is if not this team went I'm starting to buy into that thought process for his tenure at UK. And and here's the real issue. It doesn't matter because there's $9 million waiting for him the next couple of years per year. That's right. It doesn't matter. And so interested long-term in what that looks like. Is that a sound sheet? 
No, it's just a filler sheet. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a sound sheet that I didn't get. No, we don't do... Eh, we get them every now and then. Okay, got it. There you go. How about that? We get it every now and then. You sound like a married man. Uh, texter. <laughs> no, that's not every now and then. It's just then. Oh, man. Uh, texter, Rose Hall of Fame nod comes from what he did as a player, not what he did as a manager. Fair enough. Uh, texter, if Rose gets in, then Kent Seiko better get in as well. Uh, texter, best history of the... Uh, Best hitter in the history of the baseball should be in the Hall of Fame. Come on, man. GTFO. Uh, the hit king, brother. I, I get it. Texter, are you counting uh, the people on the where here? <laughs> are you against Barry Bonds getting in the Hall of Fame? <sighs> Good question. I don't think I am. That you would put him in? I would. I, I don't even think. I wouldn't even think about it for a millisecond. Of course, Barry Bonds is yeah, in the Hall of Fame. I, I think he's a Hall of Famer. I, I, I'll have the Pete Rose discussion. I didn't know it was going to bring up this kind of text text thing. It was such a passing comment. Um, I, I just I, I think there's only one rule in baseball, and he broke it. I, That's I don't all you got to do for summer radio. All you have to talk about is Pete Rose, and then boom. I, I, you get calls and texts for hours. Will you look up the Pete Rose liner? We have a Pete Rose liner for this show. I think it was either for the Midday Rush or for Andy's early day on the take. Um should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame text the UPS jobs text line? Like, it's just great stuff. Ah, oh, it's such easy radio. What are the other... Oh, Issel has a Pete Rose take. Oh, go. Let's go. Oh, man. Oh, I remember this. This is good. Good. Time now for the take with Andy Sweeney. If he would have said, I'm sorry, I did it, I don't know what I was thinking, and please forgive me. And James Strebel. Pete Rose would be in the Hall of Fame today. On ESPN 680 and 105. That's the good stuff. He's right, by the way. By the way, Baffert does the same thing. He's got Nysos ready to go in the Derby this year. He's probably the favorite. He probably wins another one. Didn't do it. Ah, what a world. What a freaking world. Uh, the other uh, mention on here is South Carolina. Two weeks in a row, uh, South Carolina won team of the week last week, but this week they went on to beat Tennessee and Georgia. Um, uh, look, 19-3, in the SEC. I mean, let's go. <laughs> Text or no Pete Rose letter will be accepted on this show, Louie. <laughs> look, uh, Pete Rose is most like one of my very favorite baseball players of all time, Ty Cobb. They, they are inextricably linked. Ty Cobb is one of my favorite players ever. Um, and, and obviously that was from an era before me. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I get it. And I also... You weren't around for Ty Cobb? I, I, unfortunately not. Um, or fortunately. Uh, <laughs> fortunately. <laughs> Should Joey Votto be in the Hall of Fame? 267-9680. More Joey Votto talk next. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Listening to Rebo and Co. here on ESPN 680 1057. Now, here's Louis Rebo. All right, welcome back in. Rebo Co. final segment here. If you're looking for a super offer on Super Bowl 58, DraftKings Sportsbook, they have you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. With DraftKings same game parlays, everyone's got a shot at an even bigger win for Super Bowl 58. String together multiple bets from the big game. For a shot at making your payday even sweeter, check out those money lines, uh, the over-unders, the prop bets, everything available over there at the DraftKings Sportsbook. It's an app that you can download now. Use that code WHBE. New customers, bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 
an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. Use that code WHBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER18+. Physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Man, oh man. All right, so there you go. Um, But without further ado, you know what time it is, people. On a cloudy day, once in a while, you just need to embrace something warm and hot and fresh, hand-battered. That would be the chicken at Raising Cane's, RaisingCanes.com. They have a mobile app and three area locations. That delicious cane sauce, those crinkle-cut fries, the Texas toast. And of course, those hot, fresh hand-battered chicken fingers. You can order online or at RaisingCanes.com. Woo! Ooh, felt that one myself. Ooh, all right. You broke that? there. Woo! I like, you're like Woo! Jimmy Fallon there in the middle of an Woo! SNL segment. Woo! All right. Woo! All right. All right. Nipples are a little hard. How about that? <laughs> I did not need to know that. <laughs> Louisville basketball back on the road tomorrow at Syracuse, 5.30 on 93.9, 7 o'clock tip. And, of course, Bellarmine basketball. They're playing Stetson on Wednesday, 6.15 pregame, 6.30, here on your home for Bellarmine basketball, ESPN 680. 105.7, if you missed the announcement at 11 o'clock, make sure you hang out with us on Friday evening, 6 to 7, uh, the Kentucky Racing Spotlight with Louis Rabot. We'll start this Friday, uh, presented by our friends at the Kentucky HBPA. Uh, you can check that show out. It'll be on our podcast center under the additional programming as well. So you'll be able to find that over the weekend. We'll look in to the big races on Saturday around the state, meet the people behind the sport, uh, and uh, check out the Kentucky Derby Trail at this time of year for sure. All of that uh, starting this Friday here on our air. And I appreciate all the very kind messages. I will go back through the text line, try to respond to as many of you uh, as I can. Bobby V after me at noon. Uh, Fred Calgill, I just saw him in the back, so he'll be on uh, with Bobby V. And then, of course, roundtable three to six today. Is it an Anna Terrell? Tuesday is that how I that works? Well, Torillo Tuesday, why not? Uh, Tuesdays with Torillo. Feel like that's as Bobby V would say. That's a segment you could sponsor. How about that? Um, Texter, there was a little extra tickle here too. Thank you, Texter. I appreciate that. I'm glad we have that in common. <laughs> I don't know why that affected me so much, but here we are. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy is right. Um, oh man, what else do we need to get into? Uh, did you watch much of that Kansas State Kansas game? I did. That's about as fun as it gets, isn't it? Yeah. By the way, that that game is why people argue for the home court games in college basketball, not the neutral sites. That's that right. game, that exactly. Game. Now, to be fair, the good thing about college basketball is we get five, six, ten of those a week. Correct during the conference season, right? So we at least get that. That's the good thing about it. Uh, fun game there. Obviously, the Jerome Tang angle of what he could or couldn't do here at Louisville. It's interesting, Zach, because he seems to be the guy that's outside of the mainstream thinking about the, the head coach here where he's got very little head coaching experience. Yeah. Very little deep run in the tournament experience. But people feel like if he got here, it would just work. Well, he did go to the Elite Eight last I year understand. with Kansas State players. So you would think that he would be able to come here and replicate that. And That was a much-needed win for them yesterday. They were oh, teetering sure. toward bubble They were under 500 in the tournament. Yeah. Or the conference, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I mean, you see the stat. They've now won 11 straight overtime games. How many? 11 straight. Yeah. And, of course, one of them was the Sweet 16 game with Michigan State last year. Yeah. Appreciate all the uh, the nipple comments. So we got humping tomorrow. We got <laughs> nipples today. This is our audience. How about that? Over a chicken ad, man. What a ridiculous Over thing. Over a chicken ad. What a thing to have happened in your life. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Uh, game tonight. We have not talked at all about Kentucky basketball and what they will do tonight against Vanderbilt. Um, Zach, can you just t- check Twitter? Are there any updates on G.J. Wagner? I haven't heard anything, which makes me think he's probably not playing tonight. I don't think that should matter, obviously, against a Vanderbilt team that is getting outscored 72-66 to 66 on average in their games this season. No news on D.J. Okay, they did beat Mizzou last time out at home. It was their first win uh, in conference. Mizzou, of course, uh, the last place team 0-9 in the conference, so Mizzou even worse than Vandy. Of course, this is the season that Kentucky only catches, um, catches Mizzou once. Um, is what it is. Uh, you know, this is the kind of game you just go. You, I. What do you call these? A no headline game? No headline. No game. headline game. That's I agree right. with that. Uh, this is the kind of game it should be tonight. Let's do some. 
let's do some wagering though on this game here. Of course, uh, nine and a half point spread for Kentucky. Do you think they cover that tonight? That's a bet. I'll be honest. I probably wouldn't get anywhere near ten points. Is a lot of points. Yeah, I wouldn't bet it myself, but I'm going to say they do cover it. I think this is a bounce back. Yeah, if they win eighty five seventy six, are we so stunned? No, I mean that kind of thing. So I, I just the way they play defense, someone's going to score. You know, that might be the play with Kentucky going forward. Bet Who's the guard that's going to score too much against them? Yes. <laughs> And I don't mean that in any kind of. I'm, I'm really. I'm honestly not being flip about that. Maybe that's the way forward. We talked about it yesterday on the show. Someone seems to have a career day from three against them every game. Do you just bet over three pointers individually on players on Vanderbilt every time? Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that's the way to go. I don't know. So but, you uh, and I could go out and score twenty against Kentucky. Right let's now. settle down about that. The, um, <laughs> Okay, I not you. There you go. <laughs> oh, love it. Um, I do shoot a lot of Papa shot here. I do, too. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, how about that? I had the record at one time. Oh, what'd you get to? I was like a couple in the couple hundreds or so. That's Jeez. when, like, you know. We well, just can't miss. Yeah, there's a setting plus that you can hit it. Like, it doubles your score every time you make it. Like, if you're, you're at 60. Yeah, when you unlock the next level. 240, right. yeah. blah, blah, blah. There you go. Man, oh, man. It is fun. Papa shot's fun. We got one at home, Mike. I play a lot. And you don't have to be the slightest bit athletic to be able to do No. It. Oh, I look like a Dan Essel on that thing. Oh, it's great. Yeah. I'm a baller. Um, other people say Kobe. I say Issel. How about that? I say Kobe. Issel. Issel. That's better. I'm telling you. Issel. Everybody around this state should start doing that, by the way. Have you seen the, you know, Super 70 Sports, the Twitter account? It's one of my favorites. But he had a picture yesterday of Artist Gilmore just grabbing a rebound. He's got like the biggest grin in the world. It's like Artist Gilmore with a rebound. Another tremendously happy moment of his life. Texture news on DJ is that he's transferring to Louisville. UK will be fine. They're going to win tonight. We all believe in Shepard. Plus, I hope the Orange men don't surprise KP with a zone tomorrow. That's a good oh, joke. No. That's a good joke. Oh, no, not the zone. That's a good no, joke. No, KP. Don't fall for it. <laughs> don't get tricked. I wouldn't have been tricked. I wouldn't have been tricked. <laughs> Don't 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 cry, Kenny. Don't cry. Oh, don't get tricked, Kenny. Don't get tricked. I would have been tricked. Oh man, how stupid. Some people would, you know, they would see the zone. They go through the back. Not our guys. No, they go through the front. <laughs> Over under on this game is one fifty two. For the Louisville game, Kentucky Vandy. I'm just betting all overs until I see otherwise. So they think this game, legitimately, is going to be like eighty three seventy three. Yeah. 8271 is what they think this game's going to be. Which is very possible. Oh, I'd go over on that. Yeah, I'm going over. I think Kentucky scores 90. Yeah. They should. Uh, yeah. Can someone please explain the DJ thing? We've lost three games without him. Or it's the last game, three games with him, including the guy getting run out of the gym by South Carolina. We've lost three games without him. And even without him, UK still has a better roster than 99% of the teams they play. Can someone explain the DJ thing? I can. Here's the thing. Sometimes sports just intrinsically have a thing that matters. In college basketball, guards matter. Uh, in the Cal system especially, point guards matter. And when they don't have a great one, they're not worth a damn. Everyone can look at Anthony Davis and point at those teams and do all that stuff. That's great. He was absolutely a massive catalyst on that team. But, man, all of Cal's best teams start with with a backcourt as well. And, and I, I just think, you know, you saw it in very recent years. Case Walls had to be the guy last year. I think you're going to see going forward, especially on the defensive end, that a DJ Wagner is going to have to be the guy. And for some reason, it is just the straw that stirs, stirs the drink on Cal teams. I, I think DJ's got to come back, and I think he's got to be even better on defense than he's been. And I, and I don't know what that looks like. And Zach and I talked yesterday about whatever they're doing on threes doesn't work. If there's any way to adjust and force long twos, they should. And the idea of not using your seven-footers as rim protectors is, is a mistake. Right. It's just a mistake. Um, now, it wouldn't hurt to be better on inbounds plays. <laughs> Couldn't hurt. It might be a little better there, too. <laughs> Those, by the way, are the kinds of indictments. I mean, when, when I heard L fans earlier this season, that's the kind of stuff about Kenny that people – don't like we're, we're hearing it about Cal. That's not good. This is not good. So um, I'll go over on the total. I'll stay away from the spread tonight. And um, it's the kind of game, by the way, where you can parlay the over with the Kentucky money line just to add another added dimension where essentially you can probably go from minus 105 to either even money or maybe even a plus 105 if you do that. So that might be the kind of play uh, tonight for me. Over and parlay that with just a money line. I think that's the play. For, uh, for Kentucky tonight. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, if they get that done, they'll be 6-4 and four in the conference. I think that would put them in a tie. 
who put them ahead of Ole Miss for fifth place. Mm-hmm. So essentially what I've started to watch, Zach, is how do they get into that, that top four seed the for the, the SEC tournament. They got some work to do, man. Tennessee's six and two. They're two behind in the loss column. And, and the so, tiebreaker. Yeah, and the tiebreaker is right so far, right? Obviously, they get the game in Knoxville later right. this year, so they got a chance at that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling, by the way, by the time we get to that game, that's going to be an absolutely massive game. Yeah. For seeding purposes, for seeding in the in the SEC tournament and Double the NCAA purposes. tournament. Yeah, exactly. And so. The, the weird thing about this Kentucky team is it might be in their best interest actually to be a five seed and get an easier game early in the SEC tournament just to get another win on the resume. And it'll be against a decent team because they'll have to play a Florida and A&M and LSU. And you might be saying, well, Louie, they lost to those teams already. Well, that's true. But for resume purposes, it might be in their best interest to actually have to play that's right. uh, one of those teams things as well. T- a texture. Here's the DJ thing explained. DJ starts the offense. It's a good defense. He's a good defensive player, but not a so not a so good uh, teammate. It's the modern day basketball player. He is more of an NBA defender than he is a college defender. I've heard nothing saying he's a bad teammate by any means. No, no. What he's saying is he's not a great team defender. Oh, okay. He's a good one-on-one defender, yeah. and I think that's right. DJ, I think that's accurate. DJ is just like Westbrook that way. I, I think he's he's more of an NBA defender than he is a college defender, and I think that's part of the the issues that Cal has. Cal has a lot of those guys that are yes. stunted in college, and then they go to the NBA, and they just play freer, and they're much better Well, players. just the spacing on the floor and how guys play, and yeah. the, the being around better skill guys. Just, yeah, no, for he sure. He could be another There's one of those guys in that line. I, I think, no question, he'll be one of those dudes. Justin uh, Edwards is going to be one of those guys. I'm um, calling it. Texture UK has Antonio Reeves, Reed, Dilly, and Thero, and that's not good enough to beat UNC Wilmington or South Carolina. That yeah, Cal is cooked. There's some truth. To I'm that. not going to argue that point. I, I do think that that's a reasonable take by folks, and so there you go. Um, all right, well, Bobby V in a couple minutes here, and of course, roundtable three o'clock today uh, as well. We'll talk to Mike Gandolfo tomorrow. You can get that Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post game show tonight. Check out their website for the 2024. 20- uh, elk draw as well so make sure you get in on that elk meat by the way undefeated the best hunt game meat never of mammals never had it i'm still like a pheasant and quail guy on the inducts like i think that's the best hunting mm. are things closer to water <laughs> Makes sense. um and i love a good love a good fresh caught fish oh that you scale in the boat bring it back just open fire oh undefeated just the best um, texture according to the metrics and analytics uh, from Evan Maya. Reed and Reeves are the best on-ball uh, on guards that UK has. Uh, lots of reasons for that, but yes, that is true. Um, they get to the guard the, the, the two-spot rather than the one, and so yeah, they would be a little bit better. Uh, DJ, a little bit more of a difficult defensive assignment for sure, but they take on Vanderbilt tonight, like I said. Uh, 10.30, 10.45, you'll get Ents Gandolfo and Cantrell tonight for that UK Fish and Wildlife post-game show here on ESPN 680-1057. I'm Louis Rabot at Radio Louie on Twitter. This is Rabot and Co. alongside Zach Cantrell. We'll be back again tomorrow at 10 o'clock, and we hope you are too, and make sure you tune in Friday for the inaugural show of the Kentucky Racing Spotlight with Louis Rabot as well. Thanks to our friends at the Kentucky HBPA for being involved in that. Hey, like I said, back at 10 tomorrow. I hope you are too. Have a great day, everybody.